Oh, can you believe it's in this little tiny? No, I. This is like so awesome. Makes me feel so half-ass. Yeah, here's a little. That is not a green screen. Road microphone, and we're good. Woo! Uh, if you couldn't hear them talking already, we have an exciting show for you guys with the the echo. We'll kill that in a second. But we've got Paul Rivera here. And let me see. Am I saying this right? Is it Damiano? Yeah. Oh. Hang on. I almost had it. Barbusha? Yeah. Barabusha. Yeah. Barabusha. Yeah, Barabusha. Barabusha. Yeah. Barabusha. And Damiano Barabusha from the uh, uh, um, Franco's uh, European Sports Cars. He's your special guest. You're my special guest. We're all her special guest. I love it. We're going to be talking about supercars and rock and roll this evening. We are very excited. Mrs. Nicole Ryan is here. We're going to talk about her birthday and the huge purist group toy drive we did up at GVBC. It's a great night. We're glad you're here. Let's start this damn thing up. And by the way, did I mention this is what these guys look like? Holy crap, they're all dressed up. Rock and roll guy brought his jacket. I'm excited. You really, you both, I don't know if you dress like this every day probably. Uh. It's a big deal for me. You look all. I wear logos unless it's my own. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're firing. We're firing it up. Here they are. You trim your beard. You look great. And he did a shave. Everybody looks great. Fridays, you're like, let's go to the restaurant for some breakfast and hang. Quite frankly, life imploded on us, and we were like, fuck you, life. Let's start going against the rules, and let's start, like, not going to work on Friday, and we're going to go up to the mountains and drive our car. You know, like, when you start to rebel against life, because it started 
I don't know if you know, Nicole has MS. Yes. And that's yes, what yes, uh, the yes. wheelchair is no, all about and all that. Yes. So, like, once that started rearing its ugly head, that's when we sort of shit got real. And we were like, you know what? Fuck this. We got to figure out a whole new life. And it's starting with Friday mornings up in the mountain with nature and fresh air. Her mobility was starting to wane now, now, like, totally gone. But, like, the movement of the car and the windows down and all that, it was, she used to run and swim and, like, do all that physical stuff. So this was, like, movement, you know, movement. That makes sense. Um, that. So that's that's what it is for us. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Tonight is Tuesday, December 7th, 2021. Uh, that's its own day. Um, historically, I guess we <laughs> don't really need to bring that up. Um, <laughs> but uh, respect uh, to everybody on this day. Uh, how about that? We'll just say that. Tradecraft Tuesday. Mrs. Ryan is going to be medicating in mere moments. But as I told you at the top of the show, we've got Paul Rivera Jr. and Damiano Barabusha. <laughs> he gave me a, a nod as though you did it. You did it, you dumb American. <laughs> well done. Shocked again. <laughs> well, well done. <laughs> Mrs. Ryan, we have a choice this evening on the upper and the downer front, both from our friends at Sticky Vape across the street there. If you haven't noticed, across the way in the Arts District, the beautiful Sticky Vape building over there, they share space with Dual Shift and a few others that I think there's, there's room still. But it's next to the St. Clair uh, Insurance Building, and they're all doing very well uh, thanks to their sponsorships on this show. So if you want to move into the district down there, by all means, send us some money or a check. Venmo, uh, we probably could take um, PayPal or Bitcoin. I'm sure all those things would be fine. But uh, anyway, that property is available. In the meantime, will you want an upper or a downer? Your choices are... King Louis, which I know you like the, the sorry, excuse me, the <laughs> mood is a royal body high, and then you got Ghost Train, where the mood is adventure. King Louis, please. King Louis, coming up. Excuse me. There we go. <sighs> oh gosh, and I'm doing all of this without. I usually give our guests a uh, a monitor, so excuse me while I do this. And here, this is them seeing it for the first time. <laughs> Turned it around there. There you go. Okay, I'm like, cool. <laughs> there we go. There you go. Um, oh, it's going to be a fun one because I'm already sweating. I know it. Oh, boy. All right. Let's see. Let's remove the protective cap here from the adventurous. No, no, the, the royal body high. King Louis. There you go. Meet me in St. Louis, King Louis. From our friends at Sticky Bit. THC content 83.603%. And it said the indica variety. All in one rechargeable. Check out Sticky Vape. Uh, the Tradecraft Farms have their own uh, stores, too. I, I know they're available in many, many stores, but they actually have their own retail stores that are... We went to one that was gorgeous up yeah. in Point Wainimi. So uh, check them out, especially if you're in the Los Angeles area. You going to stick with that one all night? Yes. All right. All right. What do we have to do this evening? Holy crap. I want to tell you about the weekend, because we had one hell of a weekend, and the breakfast club was... Off the hook, thanks to uh, Sean Lee and the Purist Group and uh, the big toy drive for Winter Drive. We, actually, we did. It seemed big to us since we've never done a toy drive. That was our first participation in a toy drive uh, on the organizational side. It seemed like, um, 
I don't know. I was concerned the whole time. I was like, well, this is the first. You're biting off something here, and you're like, well, what if like 10 people bring it? You know, he's like, I'll bring a truck up, and you know, we'll haul it all down the mountain. Nobody has to worry about it. I was like, I don't know how many toys we're going to bring. I mean, this is our first. It's probably going to be like some Hot Wheels and stuff, you know? Uh, the turnout that showed up there was massive and amazing, um, you know, just in sheer quantity of people and quality, by the way, the automobiles, the, the cars up there the other day were like outrageously cool. And uh, and the generosity and the toydom. Holy crap. I that was, was amazed. Uh, Nissan USA gave Sean Lee a uh, brand new Pathfinder to drive for the week to deliver these toys. And uh, when it showed up, we were like, it was my original thought. I was like, this is a huge truck. The Pathfinder isn't what it used to be. It's like a massive freaking truck now. And I go, how the hell are we going to fill this whole thing up? As the pile got bigger and bigger and bigger, it became, how are we going to fit all this shit in the Pathfinder? And Johnny Lieberman had that gigantic new Jeep, the new Grand Wagoneer that was beautiful. We can talk about that when we get in here. Uh, I thought maybe there's some overflow. Maybe we'll do that. And that, that was the plan. I think it all ended up fitting into the Pathfinder just barely, including the front seat, like spillover. But, but to the top, Every which it way. Packed. Amazing. So thank you to everybody you, who man. came out to GVBC and everybody um, who uh, was generous in one way or another with that. Some people were sending gift certificates. Some people sent – some people who couldn't make it sent things with other people. And some people are simply going to the larger event on Saturday the 11th, which will be there as well. So I hope you do attend. Come say hi. We'll be there. I think Magnus is going to be there. Uh, Cody Walker, I think, is going to be there. Paul Walker's brother, and you know, continuing on of the whole, yeah, the evolution of the whole, always evolving deal. So, it was a really, really great day. And most importantly, out of all that, we didn't even mention it. Your birthday, <laughs> Nicole's birthday. Yeah. How was your birthday? It was great. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it was great to see everyone. It was, but the toy drive really takes the precedence of the whole thing. Yeah, it's really cool to be part of something like that. It was very exciting to me too, but it was still your birthday, and everybody was there to celebrate your birthday. People brought toys. People brought flowers. People brought uh, uh, sticky vape and trade craft guys. Brought uh, little care packages for you each. Um, I thought that was really sweet. Other people brought baked goods, like some people. Are you presents, real presents? Yeah, the, uh, I'm as bad as you are with compliments about things like my birthday. Like, I'm so bad about it. The attention, I'm not good with. But, um, <laughs> we always want it until we get it. Yeah. It's a typical thing, right? You don't have, hey, give me the mic. Oh, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> so drivers are like that too, by the way. Passengers. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a great day. Um, that absolutely wore you out for the weekend. The rest of the day and then the rest of the weekend. Uh, laid on the floor, watched a lot of movies, and you medicated a lot. <laughs> I'm really coming to enjoy that Good. lifestyle now. Slowing it down. It's the best I can do, and it's great, and it's a perk that it's unexpected but i'll take it you can't really choose what life gives you you really can't as much as we try to plan and organize and all that stuff you really can't but you can 100 percent choose how you uh deal with whatever life gives you and that's where that whole lemonade you know thing comes in when life gives you lemon make lemonade um so that's something that we certainly have learned in our old life everything would have gotten in our crawl like oh you did oh, i was late in the traffic light and the guy at the bank and the bank is the lady at the wedding and the freaking car at the resort and the freaking on the flight to hawaii and, oh my god everything was a problem everything was a problem everything Hoo-wee. <laughs> nowadays nothing's a problem can't afford problems 
shit comes. I mean, you know, things pop up. You hit a rock on the crest. The car's in the shop for three weeks. All these things happen. But when you get to a point, I don't know, whatever this is, whether it's age, enlightenment, or just you've been through enough shit, uh, mileage, <laughs> mileage, um, you realize none of that shit matters. You just get it on. You put the smile on every day. You go out, see your friends, and share some love, however you can, whatever that is. That's all there is to it. That's my take, anyway. Ah, boy! Who knew you'd get a little pulpit <laughs> session here? <laughs> all for your birthday. Uh, man, it was great, the GBBC uh, toy drive. So, Sean Lee. Sean Lee and the Purist Group. Huge thanks. Um, Saturday. I want to say uh, uh, small apology, I guess, to the 101 Cars and Coffee guys. I had said that I was going to make your event, and I really thought I was going to, but the December 4th event that I had in my calendar already was – I was previously booked to do a podcast with the Smoking Tire, so I'm sorry about that. Um, that's where I was Saturday morning. But, 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 the good news is we did a really great podcast with Smoking Tire the other day, and the, the two guests, um, in addition to myself, were uh, the Everyday Driver guys. Do you know them? Paul and Todd from the Everyday Driver. they got a YouTube channel. that goes season 10 of their show on Motor Trend. And uh, they're exceptionally funny, and they're exceptionally cool, and we did a great uh, hour and a half of radio for you. So that's going to be coming up next week on the Smoking Tire Podcast channel. And I'm excited about it because those guys are really nice, and they're going to come do our show too next time they're in town. They were literally going to the airport after they left, um, but they both were excited to do it. They put, <laughs> he saw our car in the basement, and he was like, oh, where did we know that guy? Oh, where's <laughs> Matt's like, how does everybody know this guy? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Um, anyway, that's going to be a good one, so look for it next week. And uh, your birthday. Oh, yeah, okay. So we spent the rest of the week here, uh, weekend here at the uh, house. Paul and Todd, nice guys, very much so, says Apollo and Ratty. Hi to everybody over here. I'm sorry. We're kind of neglecting Instagram tonight. I'm sorry. A lot of energy. It's all, it's all mine. Um, <coughs> uh, the rest of the weekend after the GBBC birthday, we... Uh, have been partaking in a birthday uh, cake that was given to you at GBBC by Frank, Frank ND 98 2K. Um, he gave you this mango, this, I don't know, it was a beautiful, it was one of Porto's Bakery. You guys know Porto's Bakery right here in Los Angeles. It's like incredibly good baked goods. A mango cake, which I have to say does not sound good to me. Doesn't sound, doesn't sound great to me. It sounds okay. It sounds uh, probably not something I would ever order, right? I, right. Okay, well, we've had it three days in a row. So good. Yeah. It's exceptional. Thank you, Frank. We never made it to Joe Gatt's birthday. Who else's birthday it was on Friday? We should say that. Hi, Joe Gatt. Sorry, buddy. Um, sorry we didn't make your party, but man, are we enjoying the cake. And happy birthday to you. Uh, I, think that's, I think that's it for all I wanted to mention. How about you? How are you feeling? You're walking better today than you have been for the last, since Breakfast Club. I'm very uh, rigid. But I'm learning which pot affects what now because I have one and not the other. So one's emotional, one's physical. You have hydrotic flower right now and right. not tradecraft flower right now. And those flowers affect you differently. Yeah. And you're beginning to learn that. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. You're like a, would it be a scientist, botanist, chemist, chemist? Yeah. What would it be? Botanist is the plant <laughs> Becoming an exper experienced experimenter. I'll take it. It's pretty cool, but to see how it works. But and it makes it forces me to be more positive actively versus mm. tradecraft lets me be more so naturally. Oh, interesting. 
Interesting. Well, I'm going to get some more flour for you from Tradecraft anyway. So, <laughs> so we'll so we'll have that. So you won't have to worry about it. I'm excited. You can do whatever the heck you want. But I think it's good that you're learning all that stuff. I think so. Too. It's weird. It's weird how everything affects. It probably affects everybody differently too. I guess. I imagine it does. Like I don't taste the different uh, wraps that you guys do that you guys notice, and I'm like, great, it's pot. Like I don't care. But it's utilitarian for you at this point. Totally, and so I know it affects people differently. So I, being able to see how it affects me versus what I'm told it will do, it's like totally different. So that's kind of fun. Man. Well, I'm glad that you're slowing down and just kind of going through it because this is all stuff you're going to do with the foundation too. I mean, there's going to be experimental stuff. You're going to be writing. Well, you're already writing about these things, but it'll all be in a you know in a different place and. Um, and hopefully that you going through your experience will help other people. I hope so. Hopefully lots of other people. Even just I one, though. So. Just touch one. All you got to do is move the needle. The girl I talked to that did transpo, whatever, that I told you before, her name's Jewel. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I talked to her today. Wait, say it again. The girl, the girl who t- did transpo? She As in transportation for transportation. movies? Transportation okay. for award shows. And oh, okay. So that's how I used to know her. Now she's a talent booker and creative shows. But I texted with her today. So it just one person. Oh, I see. Oh, but you're helping her. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. It's nice now to know that it affects people, that you can affect people that you used to know in a way that you didn't anticipate. Uh, Joni Mitchell, see the world from both sides now? Yeah. I mean, it's about a different subject matter, but it really comes down to perspective, right? Yeah. You've got some perspective now that a lot of people uh, don't have yet. Correct. And I think that's can be very educational if you choose to share it. It's incredibly educational, and people don't seem to know what they need until they need it. Amen. I'm finding so uh, we don't know what we don't know until we know it, too. Right, and so the little if I can just do a little bit to move that needle, like that's more than I wanted to do. That's great. You're going to end up doing work that is so you already are, but like professionally, so much better than everything you ever did yes. during your work career. Are you aware yeah. of that? All of these famous people you worked with, all of the big giant names, all of the. $20 million movies, all of movie stars, I should say, and the hundreds of millions of dollars of movies, all of that stuff won't mean anything once you're actually working for and with real people. <laughs> yeah. That was my fun life, and now I get to shiny, and this is more real, and I'm excited about it. And you're going to use every single bit of those skills or uh, relationships, experience, everything you ever did will become relevant again just in your new work. Yeah. I can None of it's see, thrown away. I can already see how it fits different things. So I know in the beginning that was a hard hump to get over of like, who am I now and all that stuff. You know, you lose your, you can lose your Oh, identity is hard. Identity, yeah. You lose anything you thought you were when you get any kind of chronic illness. Yeah. Like you're just a different person. So nothing aligns with what you used to think. What I witnessed with you was akin to someone mourning their own life. Someone who has passed on, but they're still here. It's like a weird purgatory. It feels incredibly odd to not have any idea which way's up. 
Like, it, it's so mind-blowing. It's like a, I've seen it on animated shows where people try to make dream sequences feel real, and it's like, it doesn't, you can't. Like, you just can't. Mm. You have to eventually get comfortable with everything feeling nebulous and weird. Oh, man. It's I mean, the truth perfect. is that that sort of is almost enlightenment, right? You get you have to learn that there is no such thing as comfort. Comfort's some kind of bullshit thing we sort of teach ourselves about. Like, it's nice to have them, all the nice stuff and, the, and all the whatever. But uh, at the end of the day, you can't take that shit with you. And we're all alone in this whatever the hell it is. Yeah. It makes you look <laughs> and at also ever. together in this whole whatever we're together but you really have to rely on yourself which means you have to know what's going on and stop in taking everything that everyone gives you information wise it's like use your own barometer you mean your intuition trust that's tough for people and it's hard because a lot of people don't know what they're supposed to trust themselves about and it's like then learn like we all have to like you know it's not the same Whatever that was, the last five or ten minutes there, whatever that was, I feel like is probably the most important thing we've done on this show in a while. <laughs> it's a good thing, too, because these guys are going to be here in a few minutes. We're talking about supercars and rock and roll, and that's going to be a lot of fun, so I'm glad we got this out of the way. <laughs> it's all part of it. Oh, man. They say... <laughs> All that separates men and boys is the coverage for their toys. St. Clair Insurance has coverage for your toys. In this case, Mrs. Ryan, what kind of toys are we talking about? Cars. Collector cars? Of course, uh, but it could be the garages that those collector cars are stored in. It might be the homes that those collector car garages are attached to. It might be the businesses that support all of those toys. Uh, Also, it could be your weed whacker, your lawnmower, your ATV. Uh, Whatever toy you have, St. Clair Insurance shops top providers so you get the best coverage. Simply go to CoverageForYourToys.com, CoverageForYourToys.com. CoverageForYourToys.com. My opportunity to tell you. <laughs> that the be- hey, Jeff Swart, how's it going? Good to see you. I love you, Jeff Swart. Uh, I'm hoping you're going to be in here soon at some point. I don't uh, bug you because I don't want to bug you. I don't want to be the guy that bugs Jeff Swart. I know enough. you've got enough people bugging Jeff Swart. But know that you are very wanted. And your old car, your old GT2 RS, seems to come up every weekend to Breakfast Club now. Or every week, I should say. Uh, I was there again this week and the last few in a row. Got the thumbs up and the shades from Zort. Hey, guys. Hey, Chris, look cool. You're going to come in, too, I think, uh, when you're here. Are you in, you're in town soon, I think. It's either December or January. That's going to be exciting, too. All right. The best bubbles in the world are made by Bubble Tree. Um, mm, the American Bubble Company. Oh, that's a nice thing. <laughs> trying to do promos i'm booking the show it's too much for one man i'm over here i'm cutting cameras this is just too much shit <laughs> bubble time uh, january one through all right perfect all right i'm gonna send you a message uh tonight or tomorrow thank you adrian chan says hi love the commercial voice yeah that's right that's my connecticut school of broadcasting which i did legitimately go to folks voice coming back in did all of that, and then I stole David Letterman's microphone, and then I threw my dream away for 20 years until, look at this. So when Paul says to me in the parking lot the other day, he goes, well, you're not doing it for money, right? You're doing it for the passion, for the love of it? I go, uh, yeah. And he goes, you're going to be fine. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's all coming into perspective now, isn't it? Oh, man. All right, and finally, this is Jay Ryan on behalf of Nicole Ryan, who is really asking me to do this from Late Night Playset, reminding you to please like, subscribe, and comment below. This feeds the internet algorithm and eventually us as well. 
Again, that's Nicole saying that. Uh, please be a pal. Like, subscribe, and comment below. It'll be fire. And the smoke <laughs> over here, which is being blown away by the, uh, uh, it seems, the air conditioning, denotes the fire. Or did I simply run out of smoke? Maybe, maybe our thing just crapped out. Anyway, uh, like and comment below because it makes her happy. Plus, it was her birthday this week. So, How old did you turn? We, uh, we can't say that, right? 29. 22. 29. Oh, whoa. You really said it. Good How for you. Old? I told Authentic you I have no vanity left. Like nothing. I don't think most people would believe you were 42. I think most people think you're a bit significantly younger. Some people do, and some people think I'm older trying to look younger to get you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 42. <laughs> Why don't you try to not be in a wheelchair to get like, like what the heck is that all about? Oh, you know what I mean? Like what on earth would you try to do? <laughs> that's my look all the time. Like, really? <laughs> Who the hell said that to you? Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Uh, let's see. Brad Feltz over here says, yeah, finally caught a live one. The best. Thanks, Brad Feltz. <laughs> Good to see you. All right. Did we do all the things? It's 530. I think we did all the things, right? Told you about the weekend. I'm really happy you talked about you. I want to do, I want to do more shows with just you. You remember, you know, we did them you know, every yeah. once in a while talking about you and your check-ins. It's nice. Thanks. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do a quick break. So that I can switch some things over here, get our guests in, our gigantic TV studio over here. They walked in. They couldn't believe how vast and spacious and echoey it is in here. Um, oh, so delicious hot sauce. few words from oh, so delicious hot sauce. The hot sauce, Mrs. Ryan? <laughs> Made by bears. <laughs> Made by bears. Oh, so delicious, it's the hot sauce made by bears. Garlic and serrano mixed with love and care. You can put it on your eggs, pour it on your rice. It's great on a leg, it's better on a slice. It's oh, so delicious, it's the hot sauce made by bears. Oh, so delicious hot sauce, great on everything except oatmeal. Get your bottle today at ohsodelicious.org. One dollar from so every bottle so sold goes to the National Military Family different. Association types of flower cannabis what are you driving today 63 356b hey, what are you driving today Is this okay to put it yes, here? Yes, that's totally sure? fine. Okay. We move this Instagram audience over here. There we go. <laughs> Jay and White, have a great day. <laughs> Thank you from Jay and White. Got to run. Have a good time, guys. Thanks, Chris Clulo. I will hit you up end of December, and we will sort it out. All right. With that, again, I'm still booking the show. We'll kill this echo here, so we'll kill our guests. And I think it's time. It's time. All right. Pull that mic up so you got that. 
And you know how to use a microphone, I'm assuming. Yeah, I don't know much I played about around. You until I started Googling your name for a picture. And then I was like, <laughs> well, this guy's got pictures that, 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 that seem to go back pretty far on the internet. So I'm guessing he um, has been somebody for a while, and I just don't really know uh, that much about you or your past, but your face has been very familiar even from the day I met you at Breakfast Club. So I'm just going to let you know that, and now you know how much I know. That's that's fine. <laughs> uh, well, you know, what's funny is I have that face that I get often of like, you're that guy or whatever. And I'm like, okay, but the, the one that they compare me to the most lately, especially like I remember driving around in Beverly Hills with a friend's Lamborghini. Oh. Immediately, everybody thought I was Latan. Abrahimovic or whatever, however you say it. He's a famous soccer player in the galaxy. So only in the U.S., like, you know, we're like football and baseball, but soccer is one of the biggest sports, and Zlatan is huge. I'm like, who's this Zlatan guy? And I looked up Zlatan, I'm like, oh, my God, I do look like him. Now, he has a lot of tattoos, but when I'm wearing long sleeve or whatever, you don't know. He's also a little more slender, a little more cut, you know, but I can kind of hide it. And... Uh, supposedly, I'm the Zlatan guy. Well, I know nothing about sports ball, uh, any of them. <laughs> Nor do I. So, oh, okay. Nor do I. I just hear the Zlatan, so I had to look it up of <laughs> Galaxy Soccer. I um, uh, I do know that uh, before I found all this stuff and decided to get into TV and broadcasting and film and stuff like that, I was hardcore into music. From like age one and a half, I started taking drum lessons. I got my first snare lesson, uh, snare uh, drum and stuff for Christmas, and then a real drum kit the next year, and like on and on and on. I thought I was going to be a musician. I really thought I was going to be like so many people, a professional True. musician, until something, ah, whatever, I got veered off course. Um, so I love your world. I love most of my creative friends who exist within your world. And it doesn't surprise me at all that um, I became friends with you up at Breakfast Club as well, um, knowing that you're from this world, this creative world. So tell us what the hell you even do, and then we'll get into supercars and rock and roll. Okay, so, well, my background is guitar amplifiers and effects. My father created the company, still runs the company, and I, I totally guess, know your equipment. He's Yeah, so he's yeah. the f first face, I guess you can say. Rivera Paul, amps Paul with, Rivera, Rivera Amps. With the yeah. giant Rivera yes. on the Absolutely yes. know your equipment. Um, oh, you do? Okay, so Paul, sure. I'm Paul Rivera Jr., so awesome. I guess you can say I'm the second face of the company, and it's just... I don't know anything else other than that. I mean, I've been soldering circuit boards since I was like seven years old. I grew up, you know, running around our house when my dad created his company in our garage. So we had employees at the house and they got to like pass by like my, the laundry room on the way to the bathroom, seeing my skid marks on my underwear. Like I'm just in it forever. And um, before that, you know, he worked for Fender and designed a lot of famous Fender amps. And before wow. that, he would modify amps for all the top session guitarists, uh, especially in L.A., but all the way to East Coast. So so his tone and his name has been on a tremendous amount of famous recordings. Wow. And I've just grown up and raised in L.A. So, again, you know, I would just... In this environment. In this environment, which also started my love of cars, you know? And it's funny you said... You know, you got a drum set, and you knew you're going to be a musician or whatever, and you could play drums or yada yada. I really was sure of it at the time. Yeah, yeah. my I mean, dad. I, I was my dad bought me so a drum set. Yeah, well, my dad he bought me a drum set at like seven, but he only gave me the snare, and he was like testing me, like, okay, let's see how much. That's it plays what happened. The snare. It was the snare one year, and then the drum kit the next year. Okay, the, that's so lame because <laughs> I got the snare, I'm like ding 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 ding. All right, I'm done. I probably would have played the drums. I got set. But I'm like, all right, he failed on that one. And then he's like, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to give him a guitar until he gets good grades at like, you know, 
10. I don't know. So he locked my guitar away. That's lame too. So my guitar, but at the same time, <laughs> the drum one, I actually agree with for the same reason. Well, of, the guitar, oh, it like weeded, you can't, it you out. can't it hold it back. He was doing do. whatever he could to encourage me. <laughs> you know, I, I got to figure out something with this kid. You know what I mean? Like, come on, please get better grades. So he thought maybe the guitar was going to do it. But anyways, um, but you know, so starting playing guitar at an early age and, you know, I really started taking it seriously and fun, and I started loving it around f- probably f- really 15. Uh, and also when I met a good friend of mine, a good friend of ours, uh, basically our family, Rusty Sprague, he was in a guitar, and then I had another, f- and then he taught me tablature, and then we just really started playing a lot more guitar, and I really loved it. But How old was that? Were you at that point? You know, f- 15 is when I really took it seriously, you know, and I still take it seriously. However, because I've been because I've been surrounded by phenomenal top guitarists, I will never call myself a guitarist. Oh my God. I will never play in front of them. I know what you and mean. for some reason, when I pick up a guitar in front of them, I, I think I forget everything. I'm like, they're, they're, I swear, <laughs> I know how to play, guys, but I, apparently I don't, you know? I'll send you my tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, hold on a second. Let me warm up. I'll get right back to you. Oh, why but then that? at the same time, when I would tour all these music stores with our amps, at the same time, all these guys that said they were guitar players that worked at music stores that would test our amps, a lot of them were god awful. Where, where it would shock me, like they would play and they were terrible, and then they would tell me the amps sound amazing, and I'm thinking, they sound they sound terrible to me. You, you're ter- this is how do you know this sounds it's not good? A good combination. What's going you on here? You know. Yeah. So I realized that oh okay, I've been ruined because I've been in L.A. with the top session guitars. So I've been comparing myself to the top point three zero zero percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Not the rest of the world. So your curve is like way based, not based. On yeah. Reality. So I yeah. really, I got it. You know, that's the danger of actually growing up in LA. You know. So, anyways, that's wild. But that started my love of. Well, my dad brainwashed me because he had all like a gazillion car magazines. So since I was able to look at pictures and then start reading, I had magazines like Christophorus, Auto Week. Automotorsport. So I learned a little German, and he learned his German through German cool magazines. magazines too. It wasn't just like Roden. No, hardcore magazines. Yeah. I mean, those are my centerfolds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, 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 I'm bad. Like I'm definitely twisted on the car thing. You know? Yeah. I'm not looking at <laughs> Playboy magazines. I'm looking at yeah. like Christophorus. Whoa, <laughs> this is nine fourteen. Um, and then um, you know, Car Mag from UK. European car, and then also on top of that, we would have rock stars show up with their cars. And I come from an era, and I know Damien comes from the era because we're similar age, and we're going to get to the rock star car store yeah, stuff yeah. soon. But I came from the age of like, you know, these guys were real rock star stars. They had serious budgets. They would make a lot of money as a professional musician, and they're like guys like Steve Lukather that played guitar for Toto. I think he was like 16, rolling in a brand new BMW, and that was also part of my, I want to be like him. Like, I'm 14. Was he 16 in the band? I, Holy shit. I, he Damn. was something like that That's when amazing. they started. They were babies, yeah, yeah, okay? Yeah. And they're amazing. phenomenal musicians. Holy. That's also the days of rock stars when you actually knew how to play. You're not putting stuff together in the computer. You are like a perfect making beats. You're the real deal. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm not knocking it. Yeah, but like, yeah, you know, no. But I'm just saying it's a different, different caliber. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you had to be kind of born with it. You had to be talented and a beast. And and these guys were like Picaros and all that. I mean, they're just beast of beasts. You know. But still, I saw cars. This sounds shallow, and I don't mean this in this whole new 
era, but when I was 14, it was like the chicks and the cars yeah. and the guitars. Wow, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to be them. You know, those are my heroes. So, um, and you're already at the highest echelon. You're already hanging. Yeah, it's with in like, my face. Yeah. Like, man, I was ruined. You don't like, have to work to get there. You're already there. Can you do something with it? Yeah, right. I would see that. And at the same time, my dad's like, musicians are broke. They're living in rats. You got to go to college. <laughs> and I'm like, what is wrong with you? What? I don't see that. What's you going know on here? Your amps aren't cheap. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, They're buying your amps. Well, it was just weird messaging, you know? <laughs> so, man. Um, Wow, Anyways. so all of that growing up, so no wonder you probably grew up with a taste for all sorts of things. Today we're talking about cars, obviously. Yes. Um, you brought your friend here with you. We should probably introduce him. I think we did meet up at Breakfast Club, because especially now under the lights now, I'm like, I remember you. Yes. Um, but uh, are, how, are, you, are you Franco's European? Yes, yeah. he is. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So you're Franco. Uh, well, I'm Franco's son. Oh, no joke. So you guys legitimately. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're the kids. I gotta yeah, stop yeah, trying to be cute. <laughs> yes. I, I understood Damien because he had an old school Sicilian father who was hardcore, you know what I mean? And I would be like, oh, I, I recognize this whole dad son uh, dynamic. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. It's in the blood because it's fucking gonna be. It's yes, fun. yes, it's, it's getting in there, whether you like it or not. He's a rock star, because this is the guy, and I'm gonna let you take over, Dan, but he's just so reserved, but there's not many people on Earth at this age that was a baby growing up tuning carburetors on a Countach or Mira. I mean, like, just this doesn't exist, no. you know? Like, no. I, you the know, the every, art is dying in other ways, and here's a young guy who grew up in it. Yeah, yeah and on weird. the West Coast, right. and like, on the West Coast... You know, when you read like, oh, wow, there was only X amount of vectors. This freaking guy had like seven of them. And his like, because he's on the West Coast and in L.A. No? Yeah, yeah. Back when the vector was not cool at all. <laughs> Wait, was it ever not cool? I thought it was the least cool now. Oh, no, it's cool now. It's way cool now? All right, because yeah. I remember the Richard Grieco movie way back in the day when the vector was on the poster and the whole thing? Oh, And damn. if you don't, well, then no, it wow. doesn't matter. I can't believe I remember. <laughs> you guys remember yeah. Richard Grieco, right? I remember 21 Jump Street? that. I forgot there that. There was a whole oh, movie so, based so around him and the it. supercar. And I thought that was what made it cool for a, yeah, whatever. Uh, I thought the stats were never all that great on the vector. It just kind of looked awesome. I mean, it's a pile of cr Crap. We can say it, right? It's it, in the museum. I gotta have it. <laughs> yeah, because okay. it's the coolest pile of crap. The windows saw, down the side. It's pretty uh, awesome. It was the first car to me that was like, okay, this is taking the Countach to the next level for speed and performance, like theoretically. Well, theoretically, until until we got one, right? <laughs> and then I was like, what is happening here? I no, they I, had I, my I, cousin, I was, my cousin's vector at the time. My 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 my. my Dad's first cousin, my second cousin, Eloise Brody, bought oh, yeah. DeJario. Eloise Brody's my cousin, but he, she bought DeJario the vector for a birthday gift wow. 20-something years ago. Wow. And it was in his garage, and I was like... But it was new. <gasps> oh, no, not 20 years ago. But it was newish. It wasn't new It was 90s. Oh, maybe it was new? No. I feel like you're right with, like, it was like a 1990-ish, early 90s. Uh, I, I saw those cars in your garage like 94-ish, 95-ish. Yeah. So they have yeah, a few, was, a couple of years old. Yeah. It was, I know Lamborghini bought them shortly after that in the weirdness. So there's a couple with a V12 out there that I'd like to see. Because Lambo bought them and put a V12 in it? That, yeah. Supposedly there was some kind of vector. But it came with a V8, didn't it? Yes. It came yes. with a twin turbo, uh, I think it was a, some Corvette, it was a 350 Chevy. I remember something like that too. It yeah. looked cool. 
It was transverse mounted. Oh, right. But automatic. That the, that's right. And that's then it right. was automatic with the three-speed. Was it right-hand uh, drive or left-hand drive? It was left-hand drive, okay. but the shifter was on your bottom left. Ah, that's what was weird about it. Yeah, it was so many things. And I was like, like, where some cars <laughs> have Well, a there's a lot break. of weird things, but that was the when, thing. When I, like, as a kid, I saw this car as automatic. And I'm like, what? And that was when automatic was not faster at all. No. It was... Oh, a, but it's probably because of the VET engine, right? They just threw a GM... Uh, I'm, I'm guessing, but I'm like, you couldn't put a stick in... Uh, I mean, I, so But back things. then, wasn't stickish. Like, everything's stick now, like, or you gotta have, even though they're going away. You're right. Tiptronic had just come out at that point. Like, they were trying to push people towards it. Yeah, yeah, this was not it, though. Not even close. <laughs> it was horrendous. No, that was like the same transmission in my 79 van. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, just huge, giant... Yeah, three, on, three yeah. on the column. Yes. Totally, I remember yes. those. Bulletproof. I think I was doing 70, and I shoved it in reverse. <laughs> the van went, like, With oh, no... my God, I broke it. I put a draft. Like, Seriously? Wow, when GM With was With no reliable. load, I hope. The van must have been empty. Well, it was a commercial van, and it was empty, but it was still, <laughs> what does that weigh, a million pounds? I mean, I don't know. It's just, it just kind of blew me away. That, that, that won't happen anymore. Tried to do that in a Vector. Yeah. <laughs> vector damn near killed her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that Vector's still rolling around, though, right? That's your friend, uh, car collector, uh, Angus Gearbox, has Gee, that Vector now. How about that? Yeah. Look at that. I did a little trick. We yeah. brought Johnny Lieberman to go see that car, oh, which I God. love Johnny. Love Johnny Lieberman. He's going to be here soon, too. Again. Love it. He's the best. He just, he's just like... The he, n- he can sort stuff out. He's got like a like he's like a divining rod for interesting, weird supercars. Yes, but I just love him because he's a bona fide, genuine, hardcore as it gets car lover, and I see that love in his eyes. So so legit that you know I know he's big and famous or whatever like that. You know what I mean? But I I just love him because he's yeah legit. Yeah. you know and. That's what's super awesome. real, super on it. Too real, where like, like he doesn't even read the room. He's just fucking smack on yeah. this vector. I'm uh, like, shh, and I can tell <laughs> the collectors are getting uncomfortable, and I'm just like, yeah, are we gonna get thrown out? <laughs> I've done uh, private tours of the Peterson with him and had had moments like that where ah. he'll say, and I, I no, no, I'm just a, you know, I don't give a fuck. I've got no uh, dog in the fight, but I'll just watch it, and then the guy giving the tour will be like, getting uptight. Yeah, no, no, but he'll just yeah. happen to say something, and then it was his car, or you know, whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Happens to be, <laughs> which I love. Oh God, but... it's the best. <laughs> Part of the uh, anybody who's that authentic, I think that's why he's so successful. His authenticity just Genuine. screams. Yeah. yeah, and he is just himself. All yes. day long, and yes. that's what I think you have to do to survive in this world. That's the way to do. Just no be your question. True, authentic self. But anytime there's an opportunity, like driving an LM002, we're like, Johnny, Johnny, you got to <laughs> drive this because I know he actually genuinely appreciates it. No, yeah. he's really excited. You would think after everything he's done and all the cars he's seen, and he's still like a kid. He's still, like, it's it, I love that. Like, I Jay really Leno. love that. Like, yeah, Jay's it? another. He's another czar. I um, think Johnny more than Jay. I think Jay likes to see stuff, but Johnny actually gets excited uh, and like, uh, you know what? Johnny's more I, like I a little right. kid about it, where Johnny be like, "Oh, and then it this, and this, and then yeah. this," and, then, and Jay would be like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe you're you're right." I mean, yeah. like Johnny's more emphatic and like he'll be like, Yo, "I can touch it, right?" Like, you right? Know, Jay's like, "Well, I, I, owned all, I already own that, you know. I moved on. Yeah, yeah I, I own that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> you're right about that. Speaking of Jay, Jay, who has everything." And all like his Rolodex is everybody in the auto, you know, world. Automotive and entertainment. Yeah, we're just yeah. blown away that 
with the EPA, he can't pass smog, and that he's actually asking you to try to pass smog. Like, you're trying to tune his car to pass smog. Oh, no kidding. Like, that's just yeah. amazing. The EPA is so strong. But <laughs> so even, huge. Not even Jay like, Leno. Like, really? Can, yeah. Jay Leno can't get this thing smogged? What's the car? Uh, oh, can we say? I don't know. If we say, I don't, wait, maybe we can't. I don't know. I just... I, it's up to you. It was, it's, it's been smogged, so it's good. But it's, it's a cotage. <laughs> it's been smogged, so it's good. <laughs> yeah. We're dead. We can talk. We can talk about it. That's up in the Paperwork process. Oh. <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, don't worry. It was Audi, clean diesel. Look at the Audi guys. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, Damien, I didn't mean to cut you no. off. Just so Damien's stories are ridiculous because, you know, I have I'm watching guitar players drive their cars. Damien works on the rock stars' cars. You know, and that's so cool. Uh, probably some mutual admiration there. I would think. Yeah, I mean, I it was it was strange. I was so young when I started that I didn't even know what a rock star was or what, you know what I mean? I was like, everyone thinks this guy's really cool. Well, because there's like the term is thrown around like, oh, rock star parking, done something like a rock star, yeah. blah, 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 slam it like true. a rock star, yeah. send it like a rock star, <laughs> all the fucking rock star, rock star, rock star. That's true. It's just like saying uh, rocket scientist, right? Yeah. But like there are people who are fucking rocket scientists. Right. Yeah. Rock star, right? True, kind of deal. for sure. Yeah. But back then, those were the times when you could throw a TV set out of the window of a hotel and still be on tour. Now, Smash the you're toilet, not doing not that even, anymore. Not even right? put it on the incidentals. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's all corporate. Nobody's misbehaving. They were but... happy to say the Rolling Stones busted their toilet. Yes, they were actually wild. I'm not necessarily promoting it, but it was just that time. That really was how it was. was it, uh, this is maybe maybe naive of me to ask, but uh, because I wasn't really, really into it, that, at that was it sort of borderline expected and then therefore almost, oh, we have to live up to this reputation this expectation of being wild and crazy or was everyone just and maybe it's case by case but on the whole were people as wild as like it sounds did every band break the toilet and throw the tv out the window well there's a lot of That's drugs rock and roll. Well, yeah. there was a lot of drugs so i think whether you liked it or not if you're on drugs you're probably gonna go yeah, you crazy do stupid shit that like, makes a lot of sense, yeah, yeah, dude. That, you that might have just simplified up. it out. Yeah. Well, I just like <laughs> I like that, that we have what's called we have what's called the NAM show, which is a I love the NAM show. Well, yeah, convention for musical instruments, right? But Arf. when I was tiny, running around four, I didn't know at the time, but most of NAM was on cocaine, and a lot of the big deals were made guys snorting lines and selling guitars. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. I mean, I, but you probably in hindsight remember probably even almost seeing it, right? <laughs> I saw some, well, you when you put it together. Yeah. Now you're understanding. I'm like, what the? For, why were we running around at Nam Show at <laughs> unsupervised at four years old and seven years old? That's weird. My sister and I. But that's still, that's a good point. I did too. That's a good point. Yeah, that's like, a good point. Like, how did we survive? But they were all doing other things, occupied, otherwise occupied. Wow. I, yeah. So, like, you know, you hear stories of like Kramer guitars or whatever. When you hear the backstories of like, just the amount of blow involved. You know, wow. <laughs> Rock and roll. Wow, that's how the world turned. But like when you actually read, when you really read history of how the world began and kings conquering other kings and stuff, and then they couldn't drink the water because they would get sick, so they had to drink alcohol. You, you realize the world was created, half of it, while on alcohol. So right, with a good yeah. bus. Right, with a good bus. Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't until like the coffee generation where like they were a little more productive and faster maybe. <laughs> Just, not to get too deep, but I'm just saying, like, yes, that era, a lot of drugs, they were crazy whether they liked it or not. And they got wow. away with it. Now, speaking of crazy, let's talk about Van Halen's cars. Like, when you were restoring the LM002. Yeah, I mean. There's a lot of paraphernalia. 
Yeah, there was definitely. I mean, uh, I, I mean, everybody knows he, he he drank a lot at the time. So you know, yeah. and there was. We're not oh, talking about smack. Eddie Van We're Halen's not talking car? smack. No, we're just I saying mean, it was, it was, back then. But we're talking about Eddie Van Halen's car. Y- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, just bottles, you know. Of. Oh yeah. Of course, right? But it was. I mean. He always drove great. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Guy's a killer player, killer driver. Yeah. He's a freaking god. I I, I, I want to be him. I didn't put together as a killer. Who doesn't love him? awesome. I don't know what to say. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. It was. Like, yeah. Like, and there we go. Let's go back to Rockstar Guitar. Like, come on. Van Halen, just the epitome of flamboyant on stage. Killer guitar, one of the best guitar players on earth. He, he would be anyway, but I think he's immortalized even further with Back to the Future because of that whole thing with Back to the Future. That doing all too, that like, stuff. there's because, just like, so that's much. Just a whole generation of people that might not have even been into Van Halen that became aware because of that moment in the whole thing. For sure, so many different ways. For sure, for sure. But as as my guitar player background, you know, you you're like, who's the best? And he's wasn't he's he the guy. best? Isn't he still considered? I mean, I know you could probably go. Well, you get guys but. like no Jeff Beck invented it, and Jeff Beck, you know, yeah. I mean, you could cut and you know and dissect or whatever, but yeah, he's definitely one of the for biggest sure. inspirations for a, for a generation, that's the way whole generation. Yeah. Of guitar I mean, he, I definitely think he did things on a guitar. He would make people who did not like guitar like, like guitar, guitar. Yeah. Mm, and that that's to me is like that's next level when anybody can appreciate. If he's playing his guitar solo, and you were there, you're not going to leave. I don't care who you are. No way. Period. Electric. Yeah. No way. Yeah, it's 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 not overpowering. Electric, yeah. yeah, it's not. So that tells a lot about the guy too, because the guy's cars is and it just were always fast as hell. So he's a fast player. Yeah. Oh, fast you mean like cars. hot rodded out? Like either already... hot rods or a freaking Mira. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, that that right. they like. What did you do to the Mira? Tell me about the Mira. Uh, we did a lot of things with the Mira. We did fuel inject. That's probably what you're talking about, which is. Who fuel injects a mirror? But these guys do. <laughs> they fuel. Uh, Van Halen goes. I want fuel injected, which only probably a why rock star not want to pump the pedal. Well, no, you, you know what it was was the fire thing. Oh, okay. That's actually that's a legitimate concern. It's, it's a super legit concern because I mean, uh, tell me from the factory there is no return fuel line on the carbs. So Just if you leave to... the key on, it's going the gas is going to come out of the carburetor and it's right on top of the spark plug hole. So it's just for sure it's not when it's just or sorry it's not if it is when that car is going to catch on fire. And that car did catch on fire a few times. A few times. Him. I mean there's a there's a great story when I uh I usually it there. only has to happen once. Is all I'm saying. No, no, this is it's been a few. It's been a few with this. And well, that's why Part of the reason the mirror is rare because there a lot did burn down. To oh them, yeah, right. right. Yeah. yeah, if you're not on it, it's it's over. Wow. But tell. So what did what? Well, I, I don't know if this is what uh, put the straw on his on the <laughs> back, but he was driving. It caught on fire, of course. Awesome. So, what can you do when the you know you have to drive faster or else the gas is going to pump out of the carburetor? So he's going gun ho. He's flooring it. He calls the uh, studio, tells him get a fire extinguisher ready. I'm coming. So. He comes with the car on fire, running red lights, uh, you know, uh, right through Ventura Boulevard, all of it, gets to the studio, and they and they put out the fire as he's pulling up. Holy crap. What a stud. What a stud. What a stud, Rockstar. That That's that what we mean by house. Rockstar. Well, he also made his call time, too. Look at that. <laughs> yes! <laughs> what more. a pro! What a professional! Pro! <laughs> Real pro musician. <Yeah. laughs> That's amazing. Holy crap. These guys have Van Halen's uh, and Eddie Van Halen, or uh, Alex and Alec, uh, 
Eddie Van Halen's uh, 550, which is pretty cool, with a roll cage and everything, which is really awesome. Did they collect cars together, or was it a car that was owned by both of them? How does they that work? Would, I, it seems like they would share. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, I don't think. <laughs> Bro, let me take on, the mirror yeah. today. I'll take the 550. Yeah. I don't think they were. Eddie didn't seem caught up on things. Why would you be? Yeah, and and why? Why waste your time? You know. Amen. That's enlightenment. Yeah, yeah. For truly. sure. For sure. Absolutely. Which I, I got to say, when you're a successful musician, I do see the, you know, they, you know, a lot of them are, are, are actually pretty cool and try to stay humble. But, you know, they, they do know that they have arrived. And it's pretty awesome to see that look in their eyes. Oh, I know like, exactly what you mean. You know what I'm talking about? I do, especially for me, it's was watching your old, she used to work with some very high level talent as well in the comedy side for Chris Rock and folks like yeah. that. But it's very interesting watching someone come up uh, against the least level of resistance and how they handle it at that level. Right. Do you know what I mean? How it's just it's literally, awesome. there's, there's, like I was saying before, like there just isn't a problem anymore. Like life, there just aren't problems anymore. There's some fun hurdles here and there that we get to navigate. Yeah, they could have like, tantrums, whatever, absolutely. but for oh, sure, like not going to ruin my day anymore. Right. No, sir. Right, right. <laughs> and that's no, something kind of really nice about that. Yeah. It is nice and it's nice to see, but then it also furthers your own personal like, I want to get there too. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Because well, whatever you saw made you feel good. Like, I want to be able Sometimes, to or that. you're like, I'll never get there. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Some people are so lucky. But, no, but, you know, you can't see that and recognize that. And I think that that's pretty awesome, too. I love seeing that in other no people. No better inspiration than someone no else's success, you know? I no better way to inspire somebody else. Yeah. I never yeah. understood why people don't like other people's success. For me, I was always like, right that's a, on, that's man. Yeah. You right? made it kick ass that's a bitterness that's a jealousy bitterness somebody who doesn't feel like they've arrived in the time that they should have or something like that there's always some other some hang up for sure you know but you know it's probably a lot in the music i mean comedy for sure but probably in the music world as well i would imagine a lot of there is competitions for sure there is and there's some people that get even just weird on my posts of like cars and stuff like you know I just think cars and guitars are freaking cool and I love them and I'm posting them, you know? Yeah. I can't afford these cars and I wish I could. So one of the reasons I got a Diablo SV was the COVID thing just showed me like, wow, life is short. Oh, that's hilarious. Do what you love and I'm just going to rotate cars yep. and enjoy them. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not going to hold on to a $300,000 car or whatever they are, sure. you know what I mean? But Or two to $300,000 car. But I'm going to taste it. Yep. I'm going to drive it, and then we're going to move it, you know? And Amen. then I'm on to the next, and I'm on to the next. And that's also what's cool about these cars and Porsches and whatever. And I don't, you know, because this is a car show, right? Like this, <laughs> what, it's, it's a, a whatever show. show. It's, it's a whatever. late night. Cars, comedy, but, life. But, you know, I, I'm trying on my Instagram to also show, like, you can do it too. This is not about whether you ha- have or have nots. This is like there's ways to experience these cars. Mm-hmm. And enjoy Amen. them. Yeah. Well, you're driving them too. I mean, you're a driver. You're not somebody who like you have to, to be a driver. Yeah, you have to be legit. Car. You have to be a driver. But sure. some people would do exactly what you just said. But their version of hanging and enjoying and experiencing the car for a year or so is parking it behind the sofa and looking True. at it. Yep. And I don't have a problem with people who do that. But I personally am a driver. What I get out of the whole car experience is the driver, the technical, all the stuff, all the stuff. I was a drummer, so I like all four limbs yeah. doing stuff. True. You know what I mean? It's, True. It's, it's, Absolutely. There's, there's something about finding your own syncopation with the road and the driver and the, the moment and all that stuff, you know, finding that, that, that speed that's like just perfect, you know? Yeah. All of that stuff, I, I equate it. It's, it's all kind of in the same world. 
Um, and I think if you're going to just if, if you're looking for the dollar value, the flip factor, the, you know, let's raise the bottom line thing like that's different. I have no issues with people who do that. It's just that we're not we can't, there's not a whole lot for us to talk about. Right. Right. That's why the right, GDP, that's just the money play. You might as well talk it's about hard to follow the joy stocks when yeah. or something that way. Yeah. So I don't always fit in at a car show, which is why like a GVBC thing where it's you have to fucking be a driver in order to survive. That's arriving. Why, that's there. why. That's why when I discovered it, I thought like, oh, yeah, it's a totally different vibe. You have to get the there. coolest place on earth. You got like the whole vibe, like they're real bona fide drivers and car guys. Yeah. And who I, know how to make it up the hill. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's right. I, in fact, remember we we went on. You know when I, we had the Diablo and he had brought his Diablo. We went on a yeah. You guys had dueling. But did you bring Patrick Liddy that day too, or something? Or no, was that was something else. That was another. That was a rap. different day. That okay, different but I remember day. you guys arriving and like dueling yeah. Diablos. Yeah, that's that's a way to arrive for sure. <laughs> that that makes a statement. So you were saying? Well, no, I was just saying another car events or drives. We went on one and it was like it was cool. All everybody was a driver, but then we're taking a lot of pictures. So it was a lot of staging. Which is fine and cool because wow, look at my, uh, this awesome picture, right? But I like the pictures. I'm not down with the staging. I'm all for authenticity. Yeah, I'm not into the staging yeah. either. You know, it I'm was kind of natural. I didn't even expect that. It was a little surreal. Like, oh, is this what the photographer finds the shot? Is all I'm saying. Yeah, but 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 it, but it was also that's like like oh, is this what's happening on Instagram? They're staging. Oh, that explains why the shots. Well, are so awesome. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that's going to take up your day, and you're not going to do a lot of driving. Thing. It's yeah, yeah, not my thing. You know what I mean? But you guys were like, "This is shit. This is a reason <laughs> to get up. You got to make it. It's early. It's on a Friday. It's a commitment. You know, these guys are serious. It was cool. I, I just you fit it was in. Cool. You fit in. I, you know, we all feel like yeah. we fit in. That's I think yeah. what's so fun about it. It's like it's a place where everybody kind of fits. They fit in. in. They're and they're you know they're hardcore car nerds, and I yeah. like that. I, I really like nah, that. When I saw the cars up there, I saw the roll cage and the NSX. I was like, oh, okay, everybody's and, up here. And the stuff that shows up, like there's like Pan America, whatever the the Mexico, you know, the thousand Baja cars. Like yeah. those cars come up. Weird and the Gunther stuff. Works car comes up, and the the TJ Russell Baja 911 that comes up. And a Pagani showed up. Dude, Pagani sent it there. That's what's so weird. Johnny, Johnny told me, like, hey, Johnny, send it up there. And they what? had him drive it. It's, it's like, just... he sent it up the hill. They didn't trailer it. They had the, all the Pagani guys were, like, nervously in the, in the SUV I, I, behind him. I, I, it's amazing to me. I, yeah, exactly. Shot blue blue. total mine. Me too. Like, me how too. are we on the map with Pagani? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's world just, famous. If Pagani's like calling. People. This was, like, 30 people. Yes. Like, Never more than 10 were there at the same week. You know what I mean? And it's turned into this Yeah, thing. that's why I was just telling him that. I'm like, if Pagani is telling Johnny, send the car up there, clearly it's world famous. Period. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, not that you did it for that, but it's just a trip. It's wild. But it's, and there's it's Instagram deserving. has zero posts. There's not a single post on the Instagram. No, there's <laughs> no there's posing. Like 2, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. It. But, but, and then also that road, the Angeles Crest, like, that's we're just having that. Like, how is this, like, it's fairly unregulated. Like you can actually. Oh, don't. St- I don't want to no, blow it. It's fully regulated. Uh, nobody should go up there because the cops are up there all the time. It's just that Friday morning happens <laughs> to be a nice, great day because we have a great relationship. If you notice, every single post I do about Breakfast Club is tagged with California Highway Patrol, U.S. Forest Service, Caltrans District Seven, L.A. P.D. L.A. F.D. L.A. County Fire, and one more, which I can't think of right now, L.A.S.D. Motorsports. So like that these explains are all, these are that, all then that's good. Okay. That as long as we tell them what we're doing and we're promoting respect the crest and safe driving and stuff like that, 
I think it will continue for a while. Okay, it won't go that on explains forever. a lot because those guys are real drivers, so they know what to do and they're responsible. And I would think that that explains it because if they weren't, there'd be a lot of guys off the road. I mean, because that's a pretty even windy st- yes. road. And yeah. even still, people go off every single week. You know, I mean, every single week. A few I hope my wife off. is not watching this. He's lying. <laughs> no, 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 not at Breakfast Club. Not at Breakfast Club. But I mean, Correct. on an average <laughs> week. In fact, that's one of the reasons I think we do get a little bit more freedom is because we have less incidents than other days because of the promotion of safe driving. That makes sense. We actually know what a good tire is. and yada, yada, Yeah, I'm yada. sure the neighbors still all hate all the, <laughs> you know, right. all that crap. But it's as far as safe driving, crossing the line, passing other cars, like all of that shit that you just, it's it can get hairy really quickly on the crest because there's no margin for error. You got a cliff face and a drop almost the whole way. And it shifts Again, sides. And it's, I mean, like, <laughs> it's the safest road on the world. Wifey. <laughs> oh, on 40 morning. Yeah, that's right. They put the bumpers up on Friday yeah! mornings. Yeah, yeah. That's what are you right. Talking about? So there's you, a hill. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, of course. Safest. There's no bottles. He's <laughs> amazing. What was your first We're experience? Really right. David, like, okay. So back to, Guitar and guitar, car and just being the sons of the craft, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, craft sons. There you go. The podcast. I, I I always I always get like I always want my dad to have more time to play guitar. He did this because he loves guitar and he doesn't put it. He doesn't have enough time to play the guitar, which is a shame. So mm. I'm trying to promote like stop, pick up the guitar and play. I try to stop, pick up the guitar and play. But like Franco Damian, Franco was a car lover. That's one of the reasons he worked on cars. He loved, genuinely loved Ferraris, Lamborghinis. And then when you got a chance to talk with him in the lobby, it was just so awesome talking the purity of the cars. Like, where are you going to go and really have the heart-to-heart deep conversation if you're a car nerd and fanatic about the Diablo's engine and the revving and the mechanics and how it was built and you see the passion of the mechanic of why it's a superior car and why all of the cars are terrible. And no matter what Lamborghini does, it's on, it's purposeful. It makes sense. Same with Ferrari. But God forbid it's an Aston Martin. They're stupid. You know what I mean? Like, that, you know, this is a full-blown attack. But, but then, you know, they, they didn't have the time or they were forget. They're so busy they didn't drive. So I would drag Damien out like you got to drive. And it was a rediscovery of... I, I forgot. I forgot right? why even... Love cars. I mean, I remember being a kid with my Mustang and just fill up my gas tank, drive Mulholland until I ran out of gas, fill it up again, and go home. <laughs> that was my Sunday morning for sure. You know, that was my church. And then, you know, life gets in the way or whatever. And I was like, sure, whatever, driving fast. Okay, great. But then when we went back out, I was like, I'm hooting and hollering. Yeah. I was like, wee! I was like, yeah. oh, this is the shit. This is why everyone, yes, now I, I remember and you got like a whole new like I love these cars like your Diablo I mean oh, it I reinvigorated the passion yeah I, oh. I would definitely say that it it I was like oh yeah I mean because I don't know you know how it, you just start doing the same thing for so long that you just forget why you're even doing it you know say a word over and over it loses all meaning for sure yeah, yeah. well said and um, that really put it into perspective it was like okay driving is the whole point. You know, enjoying the car for what it is, it just, it reminded me of so many things. It was like... The journey, not the destination. Absolutely. Sorry. For sure. It all, it, it's always the journey. And uh, it's like, I, I, I thought of it this way. Like, you can have a perfect car, and when you die, someone else is going to have it. And that's just how that's going to be. And then till the next guy. Or... Dead guy like, car, right? Right. Seinfeld calls that a dead guy car. Yeah. Doesn't change hands until somebody dies. 
Yeah. Like I'm keeping this until I the forever know. car. But forever yeah, car, same thing. Yeah. It is funny though. Speaking, but there of that, is no forever car. That's the thing. It's a dead guy car. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's yeah. somebody else is gonna own it at some point. So, anyways, when my car goes, I want a few dings in it. I want to. I want it to be ridden. You know. Yeah. As amen. With everything. Forget about it. That's. Uh, yeah. Road hard. Have yeah. you seen the yellow car that that we drive? I, I've seen it up there, but I haven't seen it up close. I oh, okay. Well, oh, well, then forget it. There's patina all over it, and it was factory, uh, not factory. It was uh, windows out resprayed five years ago, and you would never know that by looking at the bare metal and plastic all awesome. over it. Awesome. That, that is <laughs> That's awesome. That's all from the crest. That's awesome. That it was, fantastic. It was, a, it was a thick coated, like M&M candy shell five years ago. Wow. Well, that's the best because I know that I've seen guys age, like you said, dead guy car, like there was a white Diablo. The guy would drive it, but not often enough. And he was, oh. I think, 86, and he had to sell it because yeah. his wife would have to help him out of the car. Mm-hmm. And and oh, just, what a hassle! I know, oh, but, but seeing but seeing that, oh, but seeing that of like, <laughs> wow, this guy's selling the car now. Like, how sad that he didn't put enough miles on it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have driven it all that time. Of course, yes. like you, Amen, I, 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 I want to learn from him Amen. that I know. Like, I don't want to be like I should have driven more. Like. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to drive it. Right. I don't want to waste the mile. I don't want to take a Diablo to Trader Joe's. That's right. a waste of a mile. You're not going to regret the financial hit because it has 3,000 more miles on it or 10,000 more miles on it, where you will regret not driving it That's those three exactly or three. Right. For sure. That's I would exactly think so. Unless, right. like you said, if it's just an investment thing, then that's it's like- a different thing. But then, the, the, that's we're like different talking animal. stocks or something. You know, right. like, you're right. Yeah, hold it, hold it, sit on or it. Something, it. Yeah, yeah, it's like- Okay. Just I park guess. it, son. Yeah. Buy it and park it. Like, right. oh, you know how much I'm going to have to pay when I pull it out of storage? Yeah. I'm going to eat up everything. For sure. Drive and then, it. And then the real yeah. car collectors, you know, it is interesting as they accumulate. Like, there's a, a, a awesome car collector guy I know named Mark uh, Mike Kersnick. He does it just- You guys are close friends, huh? Close. I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Mike uh, and Mark. Mick. <laughs> Mike. Really good friend, Mick. Uh, he's my neighbor. At Rivera, and uh, and you know he just loves cars, and so he would collect cars. But they just also happen to go up in value, right? But on paper, you're like, wow, his worth now went to here. But you know what? The truth is, the overhead, the garages, the upkeep. I don't know. Maybe it's break even. You know? Oh, so maybe. he's definitely not doing it for the money. He's I doing know it for the, the love. Property taxes go up every year and oh, all that shit. So exactly. it's like. Pfft. Exactly. The registration started going the other way a couple of years ago. You know, it was always like you buy it and it would decline and it started. Whoop, 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 whoop. Like, yeah. Jeez. Oh, okay. Right. I didn't right. know you could do so that. So the reality That's is like, lot. I don't yeah. know if he's necessarily making money. He's doing it for the love and he loves it. You know? Yep. He might have too many cars, so he doesn't get to drive them enough, but he does try to make the rounds like, which I love Jay Leno. Doing. I was just going to use the same example. You're right up the street there. Yeah. Oh, our stars turned off. Oh, well. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jay Leno is one of the, but you know, he was he was here. He, we, he did. I our saw tiny which is so show. cool. Can you believe that? I think it's awesome. That's it's, the test. That's all you need to know about Jay Leno. Yeah. He yes. came here to our little tiny condo in by Universal so Studios cool. and and came and did the time for us. And when I was ready to kick him out after four minutes, he was like, "Oh, you, I don't have to. You got any more questions?" And he stayed for another forty. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. He's yeah. always he, been he so is, cool. He's the greatest. He's so cool. And I grew up a Letterman guy. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell him that, though, did you? Or I no, think you like, might have known. You, do you know that this is the real Letterman desk and chairs? No, and but I picked, when you said you took the microphone, I'm like, wow, that's the microphone? But I didn't know that this is, was a desk. That is from when I was a kid. But this is actually legitimately, when we started doing this podcast, crazy how the world works, I finally admitted to the world that I stole this microphone. And then, coincidentally, the museum that had this stuff, the original Letterman stuff, was looking to make a new uh, a home for it, make 
make room in their museum storage. And, That's and insane. They, and we had to jump through a bunch of hoops, but we ended up transferring ownership. Oh my <laughs> God, that is crazy. Is that hilarious? That's amazing. So man. yeah, so and the funny part is like this was the only time when Letterman was beating Leno. This was the first couple years of the Late Show when thirty million people were watching or whatever. Like uh, Drew Barrymore stood on this desk and flashed so Dave. This was the desk. <sighs> Madonna sat era. in that chair with the the f bombs and everything, right where you are right now. I mean, over here. Wow. But yeah. Wow. Um, so you know what I mean? Like there's there's crazy weird historical stuff. And, uh, an and Jay sat beer, there Jay. looking Thank at you. me the whole time, having a whole interview for an hour and a half. <laughs> and you're like, this is the evil desk against you. <laughs> you know what? It's, I sat over there for the first time the other day. Uh, we were doing a thing with Magnus was here and um, for his show. and But I was sitting over there right where you are. And looking over this way, it's very bizarre. It's not an experience that the camera doesn't show it and, and people at home won't understand. But like when you're sitting right where you are, you're looking – at the old David Letterman show. <laughs> like oh, you're the look, angle. Yeah. You know yes. what I mean? Like, oh, this is it. You're where the camera would have been in the old days when he was doing the show. So whenever I sit there, I'm like, oh, this is just weird. It's just weird. Because you're on the show, what but trip. because we've changed it around, you're yeah, watching. Yeah, you hit the right angle. That's interesting. Yeah, that's, that's that's freaky. Well, was something about your post, though, and one, one of the reasons was you're like, hey, come on down. I was like, yeah, I'd love to. I, maybe it's the mojo, the energy, or whatever, mm. but it, it just it's it's it just has something special, and I oh, have no dude. idea that it's you guys, obviously, because it's the people. But it's like you get a little bit of mojo with the Letterman desk and everything. That's There's cool. something magical in here. That is cool. It's a little Mr. Ryan's land of make believe. Yes. No, I'm digging. <laughs> no, I'm happy Mr. to be Rogers here. So legit. Sure. <laughs> so legit. Uh, all right, other car stuff while I go turn the stars back on because now yeah. that'll irritate me for the rest of the night. Um, there were a handful of things that you put in your, hey, well, I'm going to be on the show and we're going to talk about this stuff tonight. Some things were on, f- cars on fire. Did we get to Well, those? we got to the, the Bureau was on fire. <laughs> okay, good. I think uh, we were talking about rock stars and cars and when people were rock stars. I just remember, I remember, I think my first understanding of what a rock star was was when I was like 10 or 11 and my dad is bringing guitar amplifiers to the Scorpions at the Arsenio Hall show. Oh, hilarious. From stage 29 at yes. Studios. And I think, and I don't, and I, I, God, Going through I, I hope he doesn't kill it. doors, loading in equipment. <laughs> yeah, and I think at that time, and, and maybe I got my late night show screwed up and God, I hope Johnny Caswell doesn't get mad at me, but there's this guy Johnny Caswell that I think was like maybe the show runner or he was in charge of the band or whatever it was. But what year would this have been around? I, I, uh, like 90s? No. 80s? Uh, yeah, that would be 80s, late 80s or late 80s. Or like 91 Arsenio Hall. This is all you're in the pocket for Arsenio Hall. If you want it to be Arsenio 88? Hall. 88? Still works. Still works? Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think it was like such a long time ago. So, no, it was like 88 or 89 to like 92 or 3. Okay, so okay, so that makes sense. So because yeah, it was, was like a four or five year. Because I know I was like tiny, you know what I mean, and, yeah. and it was before. And also, Arsenio Hall had his show over at Fox too, which was the old Johnny Rivers show. So it could have been there too, which was the same thing. It just became. The and show. where was that? Where in Burbank or Fox? Where was that? Uh, oh, excuse me, uh, Century City. Century City. Okay, was it over over here ever, or was it always Century City, or where it was what? Arsenio Hall show was at Stage Twenty Nine on Paramount lot in Hollywood. Okay, maybe Paramount lot. Yeah. What what era was that? 
what you were talking about, like okay. 88, 89 to like 92. You know, but again, I was so young, who knows? But, but Also, when we're young, that's like two decades. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> Three or four years is like, oh my God, that's a bajillion. For sure, yeah. for sure. But when I showed up, and I'm like, okay, the Scorpions was huge back then, right? We show up, yeah, and I see, I yes, and I see Rudolph. Huge. Oh, and maybe they were doing Gor- Gorky Park or something at that. Yeah. I, that's when I would have been yeah. being impressionable oh, that's at funny. that age Maybe you're right. That, maybe it was that. I think maybe it was one of those, right? But um, surprised that, that they record. were on Arsenio. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I think I found old footage, but we were bringing his guitar amp, his TBR something, one SL or two SL, but he already had his back line there. But he wanted to take delivery there because he happened to be at the show and he's working at like, Paul brings oh, the amp. Yeah. Right? That's so kind of fancy too. You it know, was rad. So we go show. on our City Hall show and we get, and by the way, Johnny Caswell, Johnny Caswell has a lot of history too because he then created Center Staging, which was a massive, giant rehearsal space that eventually then he sold it to, I think, Soundcheck or whatever. But he's got a lot of history too. It's the rehearsal space where everybody would go, instead of renting sound stages and stuff, they had a spot Center that staging, they would go, they had the back line yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember Johnny that. Johnny Caswell. Sure. It was just no amazing. Kidding. Like, he was created that, but... It's genius because he found the shortcoming in his own profession, and he goes, well, there's, "They need market, space." There's a Total market for genius. This. and he was like, yeah. "Just oh. like the Star Wagons guy, that guy used to Star be my Wagons. neighbor. He was the guy on uh, on uh, Wonder Woman, the the general." Hilarious. Are Did you, you know that? No. Oh yeah. So the general. So when I was a kid at that age, Do you know Wonder what Star Woman, Wagons are all the yeah. rental trailers. Yeah. Wonder. I'm scattered here. I'm sorry about that. No, but the Wonder great. Woman, the old Wonder Woman, when I was a kid, I was watching. And the general guy, right? Good-looking guy with the who headed whatever the department was that she would report to. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He walks into Rivera. I'm like, that's freaking Wonder Woman's (laughs) guy boyfriend, right? And he's like, "Uh, so I'm your neighbor. He's well dressed, you know. He's just well polished. I'm your neighbor. I'm Star Wagons, and this is when I was a kid, and and uh, you know, I just wanted to meet you and all that. And he started talking about, you know, he just, I think he his story was he saw the trailers on the set and went. How much do you guys rent those a week? Oh, like four fifty a week. And he was like, "If I if I buy one, will you rent for me?" Sure. So he started buying campers, started renting them, and then he's like, "I'm gonna build them." So I, I was, we were ne- Rivera was next when he started building his own Star Wagon. That's the cow. story. And he made so much money. He's like, for, forget acting, but I'm the Star Wagons guy. <laughs> Absolutely incredible, right? Andy so kind of Gump- like Jenny Caswell, like figuring out, like what? Nothing. I was gonna say, think Andy Gum still plunges toilets? I was a joke. <laughs> the joke. I was. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Porta potty guy. Yeah. Um, damn, that's amazing. Trippy and, story, right? Yeah, those are the best. Those are the best. You got those chocolate are... in my peanut butter. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Man, I see, didn't I see didn't I see a movie recently? Oh, was uh, oh was uh, Gucci when he said, you know, shit and chocolate look at the same, you know, but what they taste are completely different. <laughs> Anyways, it's funny. But uh, where was I going? We're scattered. Oh, man, I don't know. You're so interesting. Oh, Scorpions. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. 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 uh, Right, experiencing the rock star. That we think was at the Arsenio. Yeah, so Rudolph comes up on, good to meet you. And I was like, wait a minute. Is he the main guy? The guy that does the The guitar player. Oh, okay. The guitar player. I'm like, wait a minute. This freaking guy's wearing makeup. (laughs) I was like, really? Like, what do you mean he's wearing makeup? This is a rock rock star. star. Yeah. But it was TV. I didn't understand. Oh. Right, right I'm like, those are fake rosy cheeks. <laughs> this is, and then, and then I was also like, this guy's getting is all so- pissed off as a kid. Yeah, yeah I was like, wait a minute. Illusion. Yeah, oh yeah. What's going on here? Why is he wearing makeup? And this guy's older than my dad. He's oh, like, he's a freaking dad. That's weird. This is a rock star, right? And then, then all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, this is not lining up for me. <laughs> and then he gets on stage, 
and then he's doing this. I'm like, what? They're choreographed? <laughs> Wait a minute. My whole world just was like ruined for a minute. I'm like, this TV thing is fake. Well, TV, the rock stars might not be, but the TV thing is choreographed for camera and everything. They well, block he, it. the rock star <laughs> was choreographing it. too, okay. so everybody was faking out. You know, oh, and that, fortunately, they really, they actually really played, and it was real singing. These guys are legit musicians. Can you imagine if a tracks came on and you just saw him singing? I would have had a heart attack. I'm a Rudolph. You're terrible. (laughs) This is crazy. (laughs) German, German. But but that was no. So I'm just saying I had a breakdown and I was starting to put together, you know, my rock star TV. Oh, okay. Weird, right? Just yeah. You're you're young. You don't know anything. My first real concert was Scorpions, by the way. Where? Uh. I think it. Um, Arsenio Hall show. No, no, <laughs> Did you see 89. that show? Uh, I might have, because I was totally into him and Arsenio at the time. Did they bring cars to you? No, no, no. I we saw them at the forum. I just. Oh, uh, that's rad. Uh, oh, you know, the forum. Yeah, I was, great. It was like my first CD I bought. I was like, Rocky, like Hurricane, fuck yeah, I love this. Oh, <laughs> I forgot that was them. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, one. and then before the Gorky Park and all the. the that's the, awesome. The, oh yeah, Hurricane's super old. Then they, Right? Super mm-hmm. old. Hurricanes like way back then. I would say early 80s, 82. Er, early I would have yeah. guessed late 70s. Is it early 80s? They started in the late 70s. I, I was such a nerd at the time. But yeah, I, but no, Scorpions, I, I think Rocky Like a Hurricanes, when they broke out, that was like 80s or 81 or something. It was right then. But. They were they were not remotely the same, but for some reason, as a kid, I associated them with ACDC, I think just because of the guy and the hair. Yeah, and the yeah, he's the got the look. Sure. At the same time, the he just kind of had the same kind of front man moves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> even True. though it's not even remotely the same. <laughs> wow, no. man! You know a lot about Scorpions. I'm, uh, I, you just raised another notch. Oh. I'm digging it. I, yeah, there's Scorpions. They had like this old. Damien plays guitar road. too. <laughs> Damien plays guitar, and these poor guys. They, you know, Franco's European. I just want to say, just you know, you guys. There's just my family. You know, and Franco is just so endearing. You know, and the you late s- Franco. You speak about this place like the Italian Americans I grew up with speak about restaurants. Correct. Like, like. Correct. With passion and familial love. It started when I was 17. Briefly, when JBL owned Rivera, I worked for this place called Alpha Recombi that sold Alpha parts, and there was Sparkle and Porter. And they had this old Sicilian mechanic in the back. And somehow, like, I would see him, and they would warn me, like, you know, stay away, you know, like, don't, don't freaking take his tools. Don't be in his way. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, the Sicilian guy is intense. Right, he was an old guy, like in his eighties. You know, Saudi Natale was his name. Somehow, I started making him espresso. Somehow, and then he started expecting it. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, "Oh, Sal's here. Here's his espresso." Bye. So like, if I didn't make his espresso, you get mad. Then I started hanging out in the back. Then I started like looking at engines. And then I started like helping him out. And then we're tearing apart engines. And then I'm really getting deep into engines, you know? And then I'm getting deep into Sal. And Sal was the first authorized Lamborghini, Maserati, Ferrari, Fiat mechanic on the West Coast and had a shop off Sepulveda. And then Sal left to back to Sicily and sold it to Claudio, who made the Chizetta. Okay? Claudio, what's his last name? Zampoli. Which I'm not going to say a lot of positive things about Claudio because I know a lot of history, but I'm not going to say negative right. things either because we're right. on Jay's show. Right, right. But, but that's <laughs> the one guy I think Jay Leno will just not say a word, right, is about Claudio, right? Anyways, Claudio took over the garage, didn't pay Sal, so that was the beginning of that. But Franco was working for Claudio. 
Franco had nothing to do with that. He had no idea. You know what I mean? And Franco. But he was around for all of this, so you have Franco shared this was past. working then for Claudio. You have you, shared this past together. Yes, and then and then uh, you know Franco, of course, was not agreeing with that guy. Going, okay, I'm going to have my own shop. If I, I don't mean to tell your father's history at all. I'm yeah. just, I'm going to pass it off to you. But, yeah. <laughs> but so that's Franco's background, and then there's Franco's European sports car. And Franco became, you know, he was the rock star mechanic because a lot of the rock stars would own those type of cars. A lot of celebrities, right? Because yeah. of the money or whatever. Absolutely. And so he ended up being their mechanic. You, you got to buy something. Yeah, yeah but when I so you know? Sal was my my he turned into my adopted grandfather. I loved him dearly, and 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 he loved me. And he had a, I, I think I was his son replacement because his son unfortunately had a drug problem, and sold. Sal owned the Bat Seven, which is probably a twenty million dollar car. Sal owned it, mm. left to Sicily, and his son sold it for Coke for like 50 grand. Mm. So Sal couldn't... Could never he, get back. He could get back. He right. disowned his son, him and right. his wife. Like like the other, you know, his wife would be like, I brought him in, I could take him out. You know, and I'm like, they were very angry <laughs> yeah. and this is deep rooted. Old school. Yeah. Old school. So, I think I, so I think I was, you know, I, I filled that void that Sal had. We had a great time. And then when I was selling oil filters, Ferrari oil filters, I would just run around for Alfa Recombi and I... Stumbled upon Franco's in '93 or '94 yeah, or '95. Yeah. I don't know something oh, like that. '95 back forever. Back. No wonder this is yes. a family thing. It is a family thing. So, so that's oh, where it starts. Wow. You know? Oh, that's amazing. And then well, because you guys are like brothers, for God's sake. Then yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's been it's crazy. It's just lot, it's, uh, and we have a lot of stories. similarities <laughs> for sure. I think the only reason I brought that up is like I also torture them like i you know <laughs> hey guys we're gonna do a what's louder rivera amp or a lamborghini diablo okay and franco puts up with it oh your videos that you do yes oh i love it i love and it like wow it's just you know sicilian you know this, this old school hardcore sicilian but yet he's got a soft spot where he's letting me act like a fool that's amazing <laughs> yeah you know, and then i'm making damien play guitar so damien's like okay i'll act like a fool for my bro and uh, and we do it for fun. It's awesome. It's just it's very endearing. Do you guys ever play guitar together? I'm sorry for the subject switch. Briefly, yeah, I would say briefly, but I never. I, I, mean, I played. I mean, two guitar, two guitar guys. It, it's not like a weird thing to get two guitar guys together to play. We share the love. Yeah. You know we share I mean? but now, but you we need share the love. The rest of the guys to get more. You than, need the band. You need you more than yeah. one guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not just <laughs> noodling back and forth, but. Oh. Anyways, that's that's where it goes back, but it's pretty fun. Do you then. do you still play? I mean, I, I, I know I, you at one point consider yourself better than some people and not as good as others. I do. I, I love playing at home. I do. I love playing at home. But I'm you trying don't to have teach like my a studio or I have a studio. I have a studio and I compose music. You know, um, so You're a I, I I write a lot of library music. Beautiful. I, I haven't in the last two years, unfortunately. You know, but I try to squeeze one out here and there. But so so and and they end up being used for college football or NFL sometimes. So if you're hearing like Metallica riffs, it could be me. Hilarious. Which is just something that just I fell into and it, you get a little publishing check and it's cute. You are know? these things that uh, that you noodle about and come up with your own or are they sounds likes? They're my you own know, riffs. Exact. They're okay, all my good, riffs. Good, you know, good. when you're doing it for like, I, it's two minutes, you're free. It's not like my song, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to be the best. Like, dun, 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 psh, done, commit, move on. Fire it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, we're good. Yeah. Done. Okay. You know what I mean? When it's you, it's like, we'll never finish. We'll take forever. I, you guess, know? I guess what I meant. <laughs> it's hilarious. 
So it's not your whole heart and soul. No, I guess yeah. what I meant was. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty shallow. I'll be honest. Like, it's fine. I guess what I meant was like, Preset. are these things that you just kind of came up with, which is what it sounds like, or are they songs that sound like other shows? Like, you know, at some point, The Deadliest Catch stopped licensing Bon Jovi, Dead or Alive, for their damn show. And now they have some other kind of a discovery music version of a, you know, whatever. Wow, that's pretty bad. So uh, I'm, so it's not that, like a music No, version. I don't cut, no. Good just, for you. Okay. That's why yeah. I was asking. Yeah. That's why I was asking. Yeah. No, but you know, I, I have met. You There's know, a lot of sounds likes out Japan, there, especially on Instagram. Yeah. Japan's amazing for that because those guys break down music and like, like I've listened to Japanese rock where you're like, wait a minute, man, that is Motley Crue, but reverse of the first chorus, first chorus. They got that down to a freaking science, and it really and is. If you were to check it, it probably really is. Man, there's a lot of questionable stuff there. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? You know what I mean? But of course, there's incredible original music in Japan made, of course, as well. But, <laughs> You're not But the said, big uh, commercial the stuff. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow, that's wow. They're really masters at, at dissecting and making, you know? But they do it the best. That's for sure. <laughs> and as we've, learned Sorry, as we've learned already because of all the letters, the best dubbing is done in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> the letters from the people in Brazil, the comments rather, uh, no letters these days. What year? I'm an old guy. Yeah. People are writing letters. No, the comments. Oh, man. The comment people will get you. Yeah. The, I, uh, yeah. You don't want to say the wrong thing to the no, wrong it's category of people. Um, uh, I also um, compose for uh, contemporary ballets because my wife's a ballet choreographer so really that's where i get to do my full art like okay i can write a 15 minute epic piece i don't a care sweet. about anybody else other than make it sound incredible and have fun and there's some freedom in that too so wow that's, that's what i do in my studio so it's great that you have a creative outlet so you are still playing in some way even if it's not yeah yeah for sure yeah, <laughs> whammy for sure. bar that was my whammy bar Car, cars I, cars there's a lot of creativity in cars you know what manual cars Kinetically, you're connected. Totally agree. This whole thing. Drummer, I'm with you. You got it. It affects me in my soul. For yeah. sure. Like if I don't do it, and when I drive PDK cars, I don't get it. I'm not saying I don't I experience don't either. a wonderful enjoyment, enjoy, whatever. It's not the same. It's never, not the same. I, I never get connected to the PDK. I never feel. There's nothing warm. to connect to. It's a button. It's drive by wire. Like there's yeah. literally nothing to connect to. Yeah. I'll say though, at least on the. The way Ferrari does it, I feel like it's a little more connected. Don't you think that's because of the sound and the feel? I mean, I, there's probably a lot of things. I know there's definitely their own programming that goes into the oh. transmission. I mean, okay. the, the parts are the same, but for sure, there's like, a, it's got to have a feeling. You know what I mean? Like, the, it's definitely programmed with some. That's what I'm like talking a about. Like kind of thing? It's just, there's something, when I'm driving a 458, even though, you know, it's a dual clutch and, I'm, and it's kind of whatever. And it's lightning fast, like the Porsches and all that. It feels like it. I have a little more to do with it. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, what I mean, my touch has a little more control in there, or a little more art or finesse. I totally agree with so you. So I, I don't know how they did it or whatever, but at least if you're gonna go modern, I, the Italians seem to be giving me a little more love on that. But I, I think would it's just manual. rawness, personally. I think it's the rawness it, it maybe that, it is. that maybe I think it is, is why we feel RPMs it. And, uh, you know, everything else is just sort of hidden and and and. Uh, more isolated from the driver, more uh, insulated. Yes. Uh, like Although electric power steering, I'm out too. That's why our car is 15 years old, you know. 
because I like the hydraulics. I like feeling every. I can. I'm I mean, driving our car is a is an experience, and driving a newer version of it is a lesser experience for me, even though it's better on every other level. Yeah, I was on every asking, other mark on the paper, yeah, it's better. I totally just, yeah, but being connected, it's not about going fast, right? We, we were just no, we were about just talking about how this. fast it's, can you go? Right, it's not about that. It's not about. But here's the thing: it's about feeling like you're going fast. Yes, that's all that matters. Totally, you know, it's like the I, sense of speed. It's so weird because it's like it's about being a good-looking person or feeling like a good-looking person, or you know, it's that whole question of. And then one makes you good, but don't you? If you feel like a good-looking person, that be, makes then you better you looking, it, right? Right, yeah. exactly, you, for sure. And so I, like, I, every car I have is manual. So you're 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 <laughs> talking right to me. I get it. I I have no to, question. Like, I even I mean, my wife. When I'm an automatic car, I'm just shifting the automatic shift yeah. she's like you're gonna break it it's not a stick <laughs> you're trying to establish yeah, a relationship I, with the car yeah, that you don't feel like you have otherwise yeah, and that's like, what i'm doing yeah it's like i gotta put my hand somewhere i gotta do something <laughs> right it's, it's, something's gotta happen here i don't want the car to feel like it has that much control uh, yeah quite frankly <laughs> yeah it, it should know i mean it should know that yeah it should know that i know what i'm doing and and m- when you jump into a tesla it doesn't automatically know that no that's, well, that's the thing, thing about the Tesla is if you're going for speed, then just... And I'm not knocking a Tesla, by the No, way. I know, but I'm just saying, like... No, it's an existential question, though, the Tesla raises. But all the push-button stuff, it's like, guys, why not just get the Tesla then? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to put all this crap to drive by itself, then ditch the gas engine and just go Tesla. Otherwise, yeah. it's uh, it's like... I totally agree. Right? Yeah. It's it's a weird world. When it's, it's a weird world. When, totally. Like I said, it's any Tesla, almost any Tesla is faster than everything in my shop. Yeah. And you're like, and any any grandma can just stop And guess the what? Gas it doesn't pedal. have to go to your shop. No. Like that's yes, the other thing. Yes, that's true. Yeah. There's that You'll too. never need to go. That is very true. There's going to be a whole other what set is it, of tires and windshield wipers? Is that what it is? I'm sorry. To, to well, no, no, no. battery the, replacement. Even the, oh, batteries, yeah. But yeah, even that. the brakes you don't really use because it's all regen. Yeah, they still have brakes though. They still have pads. They just last longer. Yeah, okay. But there's a, there's a lot of there, checks there, and balances for that side. But I uh, I just it's not for me. It's not for me. It's a transportation device, and it's very it's like it's like the iPad. Like before it existed, why? But now it's here. Oh yeah, it works great. I I love it. But and that's it's a transportation device. I think for people who don't need or want to drive. For everybody out for us, I mean, get everybody off the road who doesn't want to drive and let me have it. You know what I mean? Like, that's the way I look at it. And let the pilots pilot and the drivers drive. We've got to think about wrapping it up. But I was in a GTI the other day, the new GTI, mm. which is tried and true. This is the one car to do it all, right? This is like the best yeah, all yeah, around car. Everyone, everyone, everyone says the everyday driver's candidate over at uh, Smoking Tire. I didn't drive it, but sitting in it, it's awful. Really? Because. All screens, all screens, and no buttons anywhere. Everything is a touch, uh, like a touch or a swipe, whatever. Nothing, yeah. none of the buttons on the wheel push. Like they don't, you what? they, they're all touch no, sensitive, yeah. like a like a touch lamp was in right. the '80s. Remember, yeah, like yeah. oh, turn it on, oh. turn it on. Why it's are all they doing like that? that? So I can't even imagine sneezing, turning the wheel, doing anything, and then hitting something. And the radio's on, and then Bluetooth and whatever the fuck. I can't, I have no idea. I can't yeah. even imagine. That's I can't even imagine either. No, for sure. And, it, and it, it bums me out because that's the car that's supposed to keep it real. To me, in my mind, that's the car that's supposed to be the bare bones, doesn't do any of that bar bullshit. The GTI. Yeah, the Volkswagen little GTI. Isn't there a speaker emulating the sound of the exhaust? Probably. I think we had is. that in our it's M4 and I disconnected it. I hated it. <laughs> An M4 had that? 
the oh, first yeah, M4 was, yeah. had it. Yeah, and and I think the M6 is an M8. I think they all have it now, but it had it was a whole little module that made the straight six sounded like an AMG V8. And it was like, this is so dumb. And I unplugged it. And I was like, ah, oh, that's better. Now, was it dumb because you didn't believe it? Or it doesn't just... sound good. My brain, it was hurting. My, that and the heads-up display were both hurting, like giving me neurological problems. Because well, what, what, were you gonna, what, what were you going to expand on that? I'm curious. No, this, I, this feels like when I saw Rudolf Schenker with makeup. Uh, uh, oh, What's like, going on here? Yeah, why, why, <laughs> well, the veil's being lifted right now. No, because I, I'm just thinking in my head, you know, with electric cars, we're going to have to go that way. You're going to have to give me something. Yep. I need some auditory... Uh, feedback. Yep. So I need whether Porsche's like, got some pretty cool spaceshipy sounding Taycans. Yes. They make that yes. weird. And I'm like, oh. yeah, give me an X-wing like, fighter. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars noises. Yes. Give, uh, just, I'm down with that thing. It you sounds like a it. like Blade Runner or something. It yeah. sounds like future cars. But don't give me a car sound either. I don't want. <laughs> yeah. It would be so stupid. Oh yeah, you're right. If you're driving like that, would be dumb. Fake gear shift. Right. So yeah. while you're at it, be like let's lightsaber. Go, let's sound go next level. Let's but, go all the way. But so that's what I'm trying to say. Inside that M4, what he was talking about, it was that. It was. It's. It's a synthetic. Sound. I could. I, my. He, he, I'm insanely sensitive. I'm like autistic sensitive. I could hear the gradients in the. Like I could hear the harmonic change. That is. Disgusting. It wasn't smooth. I'm it's so like snobby. I'm getting disgusted. Like. Really. And it was giving me neural. Yeah. yeah. They called it an me. M or RS4. How about Audi? RS4s. I'm gonna call some Audi people. <laughs> <laughs> Are those real? I well, I mean, it really. It still is a real M and everything. It's just that they they pump some. Oh, you're right. It, no, it's fake. You're right. The car is doing all of that stuff. It's just the the straight six doesn't seem like it should be able to do it. It's doing AMG stuff. So they go, oh, make it sound like an AMG. If you really recorded the actual engine Whoa. in the actual exhaust note and pump that through into the interior. That would be better. But I don't I, know how you would do that. Right. But that I could get into. a little mic because, with the volume yeah, control. Because I always think about this. I don't need to tell the cop what I'm doing. I just want to know what I'm doing. Yeah. And so, then you could it could be like uh, like Tom Tom. You could change the voice. You could you could have a Ferrari today. You could have an old Desoto today. You know whatever you want. Right, right. <laughs> but I I love I, I think I have a, a old Vantage V8, and I'm pretty sure everything's oh, I legit. I it love that. Sounds car. loud. Yes. It's got it all. My wife makes fun of me. She gets in. She's like. What what's all this noise? We're not even going that fast. No, it's I'm not like, that fast. Uh, I don't know. Expi- it's the sound. This yeah, is stupid. Ah, she's it's annoyed. The looks and the sounds with that car. Just, uh, the looks. It's one of the best looking cars of engaging. all time. It's engaging. It is for sure. It's a little. It's 380 horsepower, which Damien said it earlier. A manual in 400 is really the magic number. So it's just shy, but what's, good what's enough. What's it weigh? 38. I don't know. It's probably pretty heavy. Thirty six. There's not much yeah, in it. Maybe. It's aluminum bonded chassis. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. It's actually I pretty. About yeah, that. it's pretty light. It feels. Thong, I mean, it could actually be like thirty four, maybe. Maybe I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it. it could, Why do I not it, know so my own car? Three hundred eighty horsepower. Of it, so all of a sudden is a lot, though. I, it's okay. I mean, it's okay. But you know, <laughs> four hundred. Four hundred. Where is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, once you taste no. steak, it's hard to go back. You right. know, like when you when you test when your the SV was like five thirty. Variable cam. It's only five gears and they were long, but it just kept pulling and pulling and never pulling. Ends. Gears and never like, And I'm like, you want some 80-20 ground beef? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm good. Yeah, but like, we're going to wrap this up, but the magic, like the horse, the minimum horsepower to do Angelus Crest is really, would you say, you, you got to be 230. I go, go like back to weight. It's a ratio. 
Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. You're right about that. Uh, you know, in the old days, it was what was it, ten to a hundred or whatever. So, like a three thousand pound car, you want three hundred horsepower. Those in the old days. Nowadays, I think people want a little more than that. Yeah, yeah I would say four hundred right. horsepower, three thousand pounds. I would. Say, I, Look, 500 horsepower is always exciting. It could kill you. It depends on the, the weight of 500 the 500 is exciting, but 600, 700 starts to get like, that's too much. It's beyond my skills, I can tell you that. See, that's the power. That's the thing. I know, I'm a momentum guy, so mm. like I like drilling the fuck out of it. Right, you're working hard for your, <laughs> yeah, your yeah, power, yeah, so, yeah, which so is rad. Anything, I actually sometimes wish that on the crest, not in regular traffic, but sometimes in the crest, I wish that we had a non-S simply to have like 30 less horsepower. So you have to work a little harder. Drill it even further. Yeah, yeah no, you're right. I'm like, and I love oh, I that just, too. You're right. Like, I, it's just singing. I'm you're like, right. oh, I got to get out of it. That's true. But I that's my that. own thing. Yeah. No, but you're right about that. There is that. It is fun. I really like, yeah, I like fucking working it. I mean, I really I have do. to work my car. Yeah. There's no torque. It's like a 355. I had a 355 for a while. Mm-hmm. There's no torque. No. But you got to work for it. But it's like, the sound, the sound. Yeah, everything the sound. was working. Uh, and that was you could be doing 250 miles an hour. You have no idea what's going on. You're just you ramming. Uh, it. And that's 385 horsepower. <laughs> yeah. 385 horsepower. I, no, uh, 380. No, I want to say 350. No, no, you're thinking no, uh, 348. No, no. Well, it was a 3.5 liter, and it had over 100 horsepower per liter. I remember that. So it has to be above 350, but maybe 360. 65. It was not 400 horsepower because that was the 360. Right. Okay. So. But it was it was. It's not great enough. For it sure. doesn't seem like enough for sure. But when you're it, it, like you're saying, you definitely have to drive it to the edge. But, you know, we, and you we get strip so the rewarded. shit out of our car. It's lightweight. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a different. It's a different. Yeah. So I, I no, like I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm on that page. Give me sure. a 914 on the crest. And I'll fucking will. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that would be so much fun. 914.6 though. Regular nine four. That's what. That's my point. Like I can whip a really slow car fast on the crest, and that to and me you're is fun. fun. That that to me is fun. Keeping it going in the curves is way more fun than mashing it in the straights. I had a Milano. I had me a Milano guy on the goddamn thing who you can't get by in the corners, and then he mashes it on the straight. When yeah, you then you get mad. And yes. like, you son of a. Yes. you don't know how to drive. True. Sorry. For sure. For sure. No, it's true. That's right. Two soapboxes in one episode. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I understand. No, Don't get Johnny Lieberman started. When I was a teenager, I had a, a hot, <laughs> hot, hot rotted alpha. And I think we, you know, back then it was so hard to get horsepower. Yeah. It's just so many mods and tremendous you know to get a five, five horsepower. You're totally <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. So I think like mine was boarded out, hot cams, this, that. And I think I squeezed like 220. No, you're totally right. Maybe the fact it was that fun. horsepower is so easily attainable these days that that's why it's like, oh, well, why would you need it? You right. know, that's. That's You're right. Funny. It probably shifted my own perspective. That's I can see that. Man, I could talk to you for. Come back so that we can just. Yes, well, this was. I want to hear so your stories, awesome. but just <laughs> shooting the shit is so fun with you guys. Please, both of you, come back yeah, anytime. Man. We, we didn't amazing. even we didn't even cover one tiny percentage of your stories, but we'll get there. It's all good, man. Just Next time, take the wheel and run. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Instagram hung out for the for the better part of it. Do Thank you, you guys. Here. Thanks for hanging out. Um, you guys are really, really awesome. And that totally worked out. Look at that. That's funny. Great shot. <laughs> We're trying new things. Uh, how do people follow you guys on the Instagram or otherwise? You first. Uh, yeah, Instagram. Instagram. Well, but what, and how would they, uh, Damiano? It is. Or, or is it? It's Damiano Air. There's that, my personal one. And then there's the Franco's European. Uh, uh, I think that's it. Franco's European sports cars. Yep. I have R- Rivera Amps, and I have Paul Rivera Jr. Rivera Amps. I'll follow that yes. now that I put the yeah. connection together. That I keep just Amps. Paul Rivera, I do all the other stuff. You know what I mean? But what I can't figure out, though, is if it's just through the Amps and stuff, that's not enough for you to have been familiar to me. So I'm wondering if we have ever met or crossed paths in the, in the world otherwise. 
Not at the Arsenio Hall show in 1989. <laughs> but otherwise, because you look so familiar to me, and I thought when I met you that I had, th- the first time I saw you at Breakfast Club, that I had previously known you or that you were really famous. You were in the entertainment industry, though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, I've been on a lot of sets. Yeah. Uh, how about Will and Grace, Paramount, any of that stuff back in the day, 20 years ago? Not 20 years ago, but I worked at Paramount for like four or five years on Everybody Hates Chris. Everybody Hates Chris. The Chris Rock Show. Hmm. Oh, John Regi. That's a name that's familiar to me. One of the writers of 30 Rock. Yeah. Maybe at one of his parties. Oh, possibly. You might have known You know John Regi? She had uh, some people on that show. Yes. Those were good friends. Interesting. Interesting. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, the, yeah. They, John Regi and some other writers created a show called The Jock, Jack Monty Show. Oh, that's familiar. And whatever. But small world. I'm sure Small World, LA's right. tiny. Yeah. We'll figure this out. And we'll keep all of you uh, 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 alert to when we do. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Mrs. Ryan, you and I are back here on Thursday with Sean Cridlin. Sean Cridlin is an author. He wrote the book on Hurley, and he wrote the new book on Brumos Porsche coming out soon. Um, it's fantastic. He's huge. Everybody in the Porsche community already knows him, so you guys will really enjoy him. And we're looking forward to talking to him. That's all I have. Anything else? Nope. I love you. We both love you guys. We all love you love at you. home. Love you. Too. Love you. Thank, Thank you. you. So much. Please love one another, and uh, we'll see you out there Thursday with Sean Cridlin, Friday, GBBC. Have a great night. Sounds good. Right on. Yes. So legit. That was so fun, guys. Thank you so much. I hope we didn't go off. I'm like,